Welcome to the Subconscious Mind Mastery Podcast. I'm Thomas Miller. Thank you so much for joining us. We're continuing on in this multi-part series where we're talking about basically an examination or a wellness check of our own spiritual path. A lot of people go to the doctor on some kind of frequency just to check the old body over and see how it's doing. How does the lab work look? Some people go to the dermatologist. How does the skin look? You know, we, we just check these things, and that's healthy to do. In a best-case scenario, it's preemptive of future problems. We need to do that spiritually occasionally as well. This all started with the previous episode, so if you haven't listened to that, I would strongly suggest you do because it lays important groundwork for this continuation. And when we talk about, as we did in the last episode, that possibly entities, malefic, malicious entities, critters, (laughs) could be feasting or attaching or sucking our energy spiritually as well as physically, That's something definitely to consider. And I didn't specifically say fear. (laughs) It's not something to fear. It is something to consider. When you go get your teeth cleaned and the dentist comes in to look you over and he says, open up, you don't fear that you're going to have 25 cavities in there. But if there's something that could be prevented, you want to know. So when the dentist says open, you do. You don't lock your jaw shut. Mm, you don't want to get in here and look around. I don't want to know. Everything's fine. It's just fine. <laughs> well, what do we do that spiritually? Oh, no, my spirituality. Because, see, it's just like way back in some of the early episodes of this podcast series, we talked about beliefs. Our beliefs are things that we construct. If you're born normally, you're born with two arms and two legs. You're born with a head and a torso and feet, but you're not born with any beliefs. Now, you know, I'm not talking about subconscious and pre-existing, all that kind of thing. Let's don't go there. I'm just saying that you don't come into this with cognitive beliefs about anything, as if my mom and dad love me or my mom and dad don't love me. I'm an unwanted child. I'm a wanted child. I'm a very loved child. I'm an unloved child. I have needs. You don't have any of that. It all unfolds as you take that first sip of air, and then you start to construct things about the world around you. We talked about this way back in those episodes. And because we create those beliefs, they become personal matter to us. They become our possessions. And in fact, I mentioned in the last episode, this series is being recorded under Venus retrograde. The big characteristic of that is that Venus rules our possessions in astrology. It rules the things that are important to us. Well, our constructed beliefs are some of the most important things in our lives. For those of you who don't speak astrology, retrograde is when a planet appears to go backwards in the sky. It's not actually doing that, but it appears so if you look at it or if you're looking at a chart. And it's a time of reflection. It's a time when the universe is very much supporting our annual spiritual physical. In the case of Venus, it's every 18 months. Not a bad time frame. And also, one of the tippers that it might be more necessary than you think is if there is any resistance whatsoever in taking a look at it. If you have a regular habit of eating well, exercising regularly, 
maintaining a lower stress level if possible, etc., you don't dread going to the doctor. If you do bad health-related things, and I'm not going to mention any lists, but just to say that if your health is not your priority or even concern, then when you go to the doctor, you just might wonder if it's reckoning day. It's kind of the same thing here. If we know that there are portals or loopholes or areas of possibility in our lives that we're trying to say one thing and yet do some other things, but then thinking that we have this tight spiritual path, well, that's what I'm saying is just be willing to open that up. If it is able to be examined, then you can identify some possible tweaks, and that's great. Rid yourself of any of the pressure or misconception that your life has to be perfect. I have really been looking at this myself of late. And if you especially get out in public and you open your mouth in some kind of way, or you put little positivities on Facebook or Instagram, there is somehow this association that, oh, they've got it all together. Of course, that's one of the big criticisms of social media is only posting or pasting up the good stuff. I catch myself with this sometimes related to Fred Dodson. The man means the world to me, but he's human. He's not a super pedestal. I have told him he's alien, but I don't know. <laughs> Some semi, maybe. But here's somebody whose life generally works, but I'm telling you, he has bad days. There are some days he is not on. He has had serious challenges in his life, one of which he's written about publicly. He lost a half a million dollars. He was in a relationship. They had a joint bank account. Boom, gone. So come to the table of analysis with the perspective that I am a human. I'm on a journey. I have my good days and I have my bad days. I am striving to walk my highest timeline and doggone it, some days I'm just not on. Or you might think, wow, I really am doing pretty good. And then you're put into a situation where some cracks appear and you realize, ooh, this foundation may not be as solid as I thought. Let's take a look. And then throw on this very intangible and vague possibility that malefic beings could be feeding on my own spiritual energy without me knowing it. Wow. What do we do with that? Well, go with me here. Just, let's, just, let's just explore. Play. Okay. From my own background, I was raised in two churches. One was a fundamental Bible church, which basically was all about studying Scripture, almost academically. It was about learning and head knowledge. Then in my sophomore year of high school, we moved to a Baptist church, and the overwhelming focus there was on salvation. In other words, accepting Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, or else you were going to die and go to hell. And that came up over and over and over and over again. It was the entire culture. Well, it's fear-based, number one. Entity portal <laughs> warning, entity warning portal. Okay, number two, a lot of people would question their salvation. So here's how it would kind of go. In the Baptist church, usually around either a service, typically an emotional service, there would be an invitation. If you have a few years on you, you might have watched one of Billy Graham's primetime televised crusades. There would be some singing at the beginning, 
preaching from Billy Graham and then an invitation. People would come down out of the stands to receive Jesus as their Savior. And then let's say these people went back to their homes and families, to their churches. They felt transformed. Their lives were different. In some cases, things would be healed spiritually, emotionally, and sometimes even physically. People would get involved in their church. And then sometime later down the road, that person would come to the pastor and say, I'm just not sure that I'm saved. More doubt, which resulted in fear, and then questioning the whole thing. Now, those of you who have listened to this for a while know that we talk about levels of energy around here a lot. What level of energy are we talking about here? If you don't know what this is, it's a book by Fred Dodson that I narrated to audiobook back in 2013 and just re-narrated here 10 years later in 2023. Fred revised the book and added almost three hours of additional material. If you already own the audiobook, you can just re-download the files once Audible puts it up. As I'm recording this today, they haven't approved it yet, but it should be any day now. Mid-August 2023 and beyond, you should have it. So it's not a repurchase, it's a re-download of what you already have. Thank you, Fred. But where is all this coming from? What scale of energy are we talking about with doubts and fear and uncertainty? And I mean even questioning the very fate of your soul. Is that a high vibration? If you listen a couple of episodes back, I did an excerpt from the chapter of Energy Level 505, the playground of the high energy zone on that scale. Is that that kind of energy? (laughs) No, far from it. Well, let's just think about it. What could have happened here? First of all, it began from an emotional moment from that last podcast. What do entities feed upon? Human emotions. And what is an if-then system based upon? If you don't do this, you will go here when you die. Fear. What has just opened up? A portal for malefic energy is my argument. Why not? Have you ever been married? Was there any doubt during the time that you were married that you were married? Any time did you ever leave the house by yourself to come home to think, gosh, I wonder if that person in there is really my spouse. I don't know if I did it right. What if I didn't? Oh my goodness, they might not be my spouse after all. In fact, what are they doing in my house if they're not my spouse? You see, I mean, it just it's crazy. Well, when things get too crazy, I think you often have to look outside of our reality. Things have been pretty crazy in the world lately. But see, a lot of people can't see past the physical, tangible human experience. And that's sad. What are some other evidences of perhaps malefic entities permeating our spirituality? We mentioned last time, look at all the wars that are centered around religion. Put that on the scale. Where does it show up? High energy or low energy? How does sexual corruption enter the clergy? Let's go to Islam. How did the myth of 72 virgins for certain performance on earth enter into that teaching? And where would you put that on the scale? We could go on, but I think there's enough sufficient evidence to just say that sometimes we need to look outside of ourselves for these attachments. To just say, could something have come into my spiritual construct that simply is not positive? 
Well, here we are in the 18-month cycle of examination. Here's one other area that I think we should look at, then we'll do a meditation together to do our own self-examination. These portals could come within ourselves, things that we are doing. I have a very good friend who I've known for a long time who got into sexual addictions. Initially, nobody knew. Then a few people knew, and then it became public. That was something that was interpersonal. But then other times we might be in environments or in relationships or working at a job or a close proximity to where these negative energies exist that we are so close to or close enough to that they could certainly influence us. And in our next part of this series, we'll talk about protections. But this episode is about identifying. So let's do that. Let's go into a meditation now and start to identify through our feelings, not through our thinking mind. Just as certain as if you married another individual, you know you were married. Your soul knows what's going on. You don't have to fear. Anything can be changed. Malefic critters of whatever nature cannot exist in high energy. You keep yourself high. You keep yourself safe. So let's settle into this, and music is from Fred Dodson, also high energy. Take a good exhale. Might need more than one. Take a couple here if you need them. Just let out the tension. Cover yourself with something similar to this. That during this meditation, absolutely and only what is invited here is from purest, highest love. And anything not from love must flee now. That which is not of highest energy has no influence, has no bearing, has no portal to this experience. Only high vibration love exists here. Anything else must leave now. And so it is. Do a scan up and down your chakra area. Start at the top or the bottom and scan to the other side. Feel into each area. I'm going to put the music up for a minute or so and just feel into your chakras for balance, for any kind of disturbance, for any kind of imbalance, 
Just do a checkup now on your chakra system, your energy centers in your body. Things scanned up as either lower, heavier, out of balance, you can put your hand on that spot and send it extra energy, mobilizing those areas that are in balance and transferring their balance and love and energy and peace and serenity to that hot spot area. your eyes closed, focus on that area right between your eyes, up on your forehead, your third eye. That's your spiritual eye. And while focusing on that spot, just scan your life. How does it feel? How does your spirituality feel? And be honest, this is just between you and God. No judgment, no make wrong, no show or performance. Just be real. some extra music at the end. Did anything surface? Any possible portals? Anything brutally honest that might be some kind of source of lower energies? If not, great. Keep doing what you're doing. 
But if there was something, let's do a clearing. Focusing from that same third eye perspective. Think about as best you can. Pure love. When was a time in your life that you might have experienced what you felt was pure, highest, unconditional love? Or maybe a time that you gave pure, highest, unconditional love to someone else or to something else. You know that vibration. You know that feeling. You know that the all that is, the ultimate source, the highest source, is pure love. So take that pure love as if it were a fountain or a waterfall and let it cascade from your head down to your toes and just wash in that feeling of love Now feel that waterfall flow turn into white light from above and shower down on you ultimate protection. Invite that. And then lastly, create for yourself an affirmation, a mantra, a statement, a declaration, if you will. Please put it into your own words, but something along the lines of, I am so grateful for the opportunity to examine my spiritual path. I am committed to my highest timeline. I only invite into my space that which supports me on that high timeline journey. Any and all other internal or external effects or presences must leave. My environment is clear. My heart is clear. My actions match my intentions as best I can tell. My external world is sheltered and protected and I am committed to changing anything I need to change in order to maintain my highest vibration. And I will experience the full emotions of high vibration living with 
no fear and no concern that any outside force is feeding on that energy. That energy is between me and highest source alone. And so it is. And so it shall be. Here's some extra music if you need a little more time. I love you. Enjoy the journey. Thank you.
The stories and opinions expressed on this podcast are independently those of the host and guests and are not intended to be taken as medical advice or to replace medical care from a licensed professional when appropriate.